0: So what's going on everyone? This is your bonus episode of this week. Um, This is Shadelle with Paging in the Simpsons. I'm here with the lovely fiance of mine.
1: Hi, it's Lauren.
0: And, you know, I just want to have a bonus episode to talk to you guys about a topic that, I I don't know, that's like on my mind constantly. And as you know by the title of this, it, it is anxiety. Um, something that I'm sure we all go through And I feel like we go through it more At our age um, Probably due to social media um, You know seeing everything that we see It's I don't know I've made, And also during this like current like Political climate I don't want to get too Political here um, I, I just want to talk about it because I'm sure we can relate And not to play a race card But me being black Like yo my anxiety is heavy over the last, what, like, two, three years, like, uh, I have so much anxiety. Like, um, most recently, one of the things that I'm currently going through as far as anxiety is concerned is, like, I go to the gym, you know, at least three, four times during the week. And I'm in an area where it's it's diverse, but, of course, you're going to have majority white people there, and that's fine. No problem. Um, and my issue here, like, I get the vibes, most likely because of the cl- climate that we're in, that, like, I don't know, like, everyone has, like, an issue with me, or, like, you, you sense people that have, like, a certain vibe towards you, I should say, because, like, I'll go to the gym, and I'll work out, and I'm mind my own business, have my headphones on, just doing me, and, like, I don't know, just how some, some people act and, like, their demeanor, I'm just, like, I don't know, I don't know, like, you kind of feel like they have a problem with you. And that's where my anxiety kicks in and where like, I had an issue where I used to go to the gym at nights and my anxiety was like, no, you can't, like, I, I can't do that. Like, cause the nights were better at the time. Um, cause barely anyone was there. Like I'm going to the gym 11, 12 o'clock, you know, late, but then it got busier and my anxiety was like, I can't handle this. There's still a lot of people here. Like I, I'm, I'm one part of it is me thinking like, what are people thinking about, Like, I don't know. I feel like late nights had like very cliquish um, style to them. So I really didn't like them. And I had like, I like the mornings more because you're waking up at five o'clock in the morning. You're really not thinking about a bad thought in your mind. At least I would assume so. Um, You know, and that's currently like an anxiety thing I'm going through. Um, Another one we just had a fight about was about um, or a disagreement, whatever you want to label it was about um, driving and not. I didn't communicate effectively that, hey, I have anxiety when it comes to driving during certain times, um, you know, when it comes to going out places when it's high peak times.
1: The reason we were having a disagreement about the whole, like what he was talking about, about driving and stuff is I didn't realize that that was what was going on because he wasn't talking to me about it. Um, I thought it was, it it was one of those things, like, it just seemed like he was kind of getting disinterested in me and spending time with me, and I think that's where this ties into, like, relationship issues and how, you know, stuff that you're going through personally affects you and the others around you, um, so it's really important to, like, take care of yourself and, you know, physically, mentally, emotionally, all that stuff, um, and so it was good because I felt really proud that he was able to open up to me and like tell me that because I had zero idea. Like the way he was displaying it was like he just didn't want to go on dates with me. Like he didn't want to spend time with me. And so that made me sad. And so I talked to him about it. And then we found this out. So, um, you know, and I think you you can agree, disagree. But um, I think one thing we're seeing a lot because you were saying how you're black um, is It's also being a black man. I've just seen that a lot of men in general, and especially black men, have issues kind of going to therapy or talking about mental health or like being open about like emotions and kind of stuff like that. I disagree. Okay.
0: I disagree depending on where you come from yeah that's an issue
1: yeah because i think it's looked down upon especially with men
0: but that's yeah men in general right i don't think it really has to do with because you're black the black part comes into play because i have anxiety because people say hey that's a black guy i don't feel comfortable with him being in the space and that gives me anxiety because someone is making me uncomfortable thinking that i'm making them uncomfortable so, I like, I have no problem going to therapy and talking about it. My also ish, my issue is uh, finding the time. And
1: Prioritizing the time. And let's I, be I, real.
0: And it's, like, I know that. Like, I'm not afraid to go to therapy. Um, as you guys will know in later episodes, we have gone to couples therapy. Um, like, that's not an issue. I have no problem talking about myself and, and sharing all, like, I have nothing to hide. I just, I, yeah, there's just that major, like, anxiety issue that I have. And I'm like, I'm sure you've had it, like, like I don't even, I don't even know. What? Like, ugh, ugh. To like tie more into this, another issue is like, um, with us being an in- interracial couple, comes another set of anxiety i don't even know what you want to call it like boundaries rules uh, issues problems like when we were in the early stages of our relationship um you can tell that there was we had like it was an issue between us but we were like more aware of it maybe didn't really want that energy didn't really want that problem all that stuff now it's like
1: how other people would perceive us
0: exactly like we're completely fine with each other it is what it, family's cool with it f- friends are cool with it it is what it is um but in the early stages like it, it would bother us um because
1: they would give us like death eyes no matter the <laughs> like-
0: no matter the race whether it be like some old white girl girl or guy grandpa grandma whatever you call it um, or some or mm mm-hmm certain females i wouldn't of say didn't the matter same, the race I would, same race i would say there's
1: it's heavily on one side but
0: i wouldn't say so it's on both
1: as the female that was getting the dagger eyes
0: it's on both sides okay it's on both sides i think it's it's the black women having an issue and it's also the white men and white women having an issue because it's like yo i can roll up and be <laughs> chilling with my, my spanish homies and it'd be cool No issues I don't feel any anxiety We're all cool Right all get but along. once
1: you're In a relationship What? Right but once you're In a relationship What do you mean? That's when people Have an issue with it uh, Yeah Once it's romantic
0: And another thing I hate that gives me Anxiety Is this narrative That goes around Saying like Oh he's with the white girl Like you know He, he didn't date black Or whatever Like I, I I feel like I've been Seeing this a lot more And I really have A problem with it like it's like dog let me it, you like who you like and that's another part where my anxiety and I have some some issues with um with people that like are so heavy on the certain race that are like hey you have to be with this race and everything i'm like yo be with whoever you want
1: <laughs> right right i mean it's hard cuz we can't really talk from those cultural standpoints of like i guess cultures who are very strict in that matter. You know, I, ca- I can't talk for that, and I'm not saying anything's right or wrong, but um, just in general. I'm a very pro-love-who-you-love type of person. Um, You know, it could be any gender, any sexuality, any race, any whatever. Because just overall, love is so much better than hate. And if there was more love in the world, it would be a better world. So I don't really care who you love, how you love, like, what you're doing. Like, it's all good with me. So, I mean... And it's 2019. <laughs> I mean, when people are looking at us, and it's it's funny because it's not always, it's not always like an 80-year-old who looks at us with, you know, the dagger eyes and like questions why we're together. It could be another 20-year-old. And it's like, really? Like, where, yeah. what, what are you growing up in that is expressing, like, you have to express hate to others who are in love.
0: Like... I feel like in this this very Trump era that we're in, and again, like, I don't wanna to touch on politics, but I feel like it just fuels more hatred. And it's giving me a hell of a lot more anxiety. Like, in so many ways, I just don't feel comfortable. Like, I just really, at this point, just wanna stay home and not do anything. Like, it's really getting to that point where I don't feel comfortable at all in this world. And that's when you're getting into a real bad place. The
1: other thing, too, to keep in mind, so I know he's saying like, oh, if you have, you know, always dated a different race and is that a problem kind of thing. So the funny thing is, I've never dated out of my race until Shaddell. So it wasn't even like I had that kind of preference or anything for me. It was literally just a matter of who came along, who caught my attention, who made me laugh, who was nice, who initiated a date? That kind of stuff. That's all that. That's all that that was, and then it just kind of progressed from there. So I mean, that kind of goes to show that again, it's all good. Like it doesn't matter who is who's loving who.
0: And I will say, if um, in this time that we're in, if you have major anxiety, like similar to what I'm describing, and, and even worse, um, you know, definitely. To seek help talk to our friends if you have the time and and you know have the money you know find a therapist find someone that's gonna sit there and listen to you like or help you out um it's nice having someone that's not biased that can give you some advice some somewhere to guide you currently that's the issue i'm going through and it's like i i need to find something um because i just don't feel comfortable in this world that we are currently in
1: yeah, and I, I agree with that. I mean, I've gone to therapy on and off since seventh grade. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm I'm well-versed in in that subject. Um, and it's something that I feel like some people can go for like two months and then they're all good, but some people they are. They're kind of like lifetimers, and you kind of have to work through the next phase and keep working through the stuff from your childhood and things like that. Um and it's just been really helpful. And again, it helps you personally, which is first and foremost, you need to help yourself. Um, and then it goes into making the rest of your relationships in life better, too. So it's definitely a huge, a huge asset. It's kind of funny, too, because how you were saying based on your race and stuff for women, it's kind of based on our gender. Oh, the whole man. anxiety because not for nothing especially okay, especially at night but just in general, if I am like walking on the sidewalk and I'm getting too close to a man, I don't care what color you are it's it's a thought. It's a thought of you know, is this person gonna try and snatch me? Does this person have a knife? it does this you know anything? anything that you could think of. I I don't care what race you are. That doesn't matter at that point. You know, it is kind of a gender anxiety, which stinks because I'm all for female empowerment. I am all for being strong on your own and by yourself and all this stuff. But it's still that little thought because at the end of the day, yeah, men are naturally stronger. And they're, you know, for me, I'm five feet tall. Everybody's taller than me. And like... It's, you know, it's a, it's a real issue.
0: Speaking of which, I saw, I follow some girl on, on Twitter and I saw recently, I think this past weekend, like she had to like run for her life because like what happened? Like she was like out somewhere and like, I don't know if these guys were like joking or whatever, she doesn't know, but like her friend dropped her off somewhere and like these like, probably like these two, three guys started like chasing her and she got away and i'm like that is wild and what world do we live in where where you get chased by some random people you don't know
1: that's sad like, that's terrifying I,
0: I, and this this was someone that i think lives in canada so i mean it's
1: anywhere it doesn't matter
0: well yeah that's what that's what And the next there's point. much
1: worse than our country too of course of so course. it's like it's cra- it's a crazy world we live in
0: i'm just like uh, I was telling my friend the other day when we were like talking about everything like when you know briefly talking about this anxiety and I was like "Yo, can everyone just love everyone like we just love each other like why is this it seems like it has to be so hard to have yeah you know love and respect for the next person it's just like it's wild to me Mm -hmm. I'm sorry to make this such a you know heavy podcast
1: (laughs) heavy topic
0: but I'm like, I just, I feel like I had to talk about this, get this out, because I'm just like, this is wild to me. And I think a lot of people can relate. Um, one of the things I want to get into, which I, not really get into, but one of the books I want to get, which you're like, hey, you should buy and all that stuff, is the is Charlemagne, the God's book, uh, Shook Ones, Anxiety Playing Tricks on Me. I want to get it preferably the audiobook because i'm not really a book reader um
1: (laughs) the reason i'm saying oh you should get it is because that was technically one of his christmas gifts i gave him money for it he never got it
0: (laughs) yeah but like i want to get it because it's like i want to hear someone else's thoughts like in the book um i know he's mentioned where he like he he has like he lists out his stories of you know a time where he's gone through some anxiety or some like mental health related issue and he also has At the end of that, like, chapter, he has a a therapist or or someone, like, some medical doctor, like, um, talk about this and, like, explain it a bit more as to, like, what he was going through. And I'm like, that's so smart. I'm like, I really have to check this out. I haven't had the chance to. Definitely will in the future. But I don't know. I just kind of want to shed some light. I kind of want to know anyone else's, like, thoughts and if anyone goes through this.
1: Kind of like you were talking about Charlemagne for the girls and the the people out there who are more into makeup like me and more like that kind of stuff. Um, you probably know Jacqueline Hill goes through a lot of anxiety. She's been very vocal about it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been a lot of times where, I mean, she's landed in the hospital and she's you know had to take breaks and things like that and i think that kind of stuff is important which is why you know we're trying to talk about it today and kind of initiate a conversation and um just kind of relate to you guys um because i know i have found comfort like when she would talk about the various struggles she's gone through whether it be body stuff or um you know anxiety about flying or just anything like that um I think, you know, it's important to just break the stigma when it comes to mental health because, I mean, I think we are getting closer to that. I think every year it's talked about more and it's it's more accepted, but it's still one of those things that is hard for people to overcome their own mental illnesses and be brave enough to talk about it and, 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 and not like, have shame.
0: And it's like, why is... Uh i'm trying to figure out why is there a stigma like what in the in the past has made this so bad to be like yo if you're getting help for yourself mentally it's bad for you but when you go to the doctor because you have a call for because you're not feeling well oh yo that's great like i'm glad you're taking care of yourself i hope you feel better like it, i don't understand that
1: that was the thing i was gonna say too about her was she a couple like a month or two ago she was talking about how the anxiety really manifested it in a physical way for her. People Mm -hmm. thought she was pregnant. I mean, they always always freaking think she's pregnant. It's Mm -hmm. one of those. But, like, she literally was, like, super sick. Like, actually physically sick. And it's amazing how powerful the mind is and how anxiety can actually make you sick. And so I think it's very interesting because now you're talking about the doctors. And I think... These doctors, they need physical evidence is the problem in that it's that it's so become much. a thing where, you know, well, if there's nothing on the blood tests and, and the x-rays and the, you know, everything, you look like you have no bumps and bruises and broken bones, then like you're fine. I mean, your body is okay. Yeah. But it's hilarious because our brain is the most powerful part of us. Mm-hmm. It is the central part of us that functions every part of our body that they look at. So, you know, I mean, no one's going to be perfect. No one's going to have no issues mentally. No one's going to just be great all the time. So, I mean, it's so important to work on and for someone to actually believe you. I mean, that was, that's the whole reason I started going to therapy. Because when I, in seventh grade, I had chronic fatigue syndrome, which if you don't know what that is, it's basically... You know, it sounds like you're just tired all the time, but you're actually you're tired all the time. You're achy all the time. You also can't sleep even though you're exhausted. Like it's your constant headaches. I had like these weird seizures at one point. Like it was like a weird thing. And what's funny is nothing comes up on the test. Nothing. You will never see any speck of it anywhere. So then every doctor wants to convince you that you're just a little crazy. That, like, this is not really anything that's happening to you. Which I think then further actually makes mental mess, illness it you, worse.
0: Like, it's because, like, you like no one believes you. like <laughs>
1: Right. So, like, let's say, because I believe that, yeah, sure, that condition, I think, can definitely be part mental and part physical. There are definitely things that you can have that are both. But why are we shaming the person? Yeah. You know, that's just going to now... You sent me to therapy because you wanted me to, like, get over that part, which could be contributing, but I mean, I think doctors need to be, and this could be a whole other topic because I've been through it with doctors, they need to be more compassionate. Mm-hmm. They need to put themselves in the patient's shoes. I think they get used to it as a job. And yeah. they, they you know, like anyone else, you kind of get into the, the swing of it. And so you just look mm-hmm. at this person as the next and the next and the next. Yep. You don't look at this person as a real viable person with emotions and problems and bills and whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's where it stems from too is these doctors you need to be trained in all facets. It's it's customer service too if you look at it, yeah. you know? You have to be there for them emotionally and, and mentally and support whatever they need. So instead of going and shaming them for, no, this is all in your head. <laughs> do you know how awful it is to hear if you have something that hurts or something that prevents you from going to school yeah. or work or yeah. something like that? Someone just says, this is all in your yeah. head versus if they say, so this condition is something that presents itself in both physical and mental ways. Mm -hmm. So these are the ways that I'm going to help you. I'm going to give you this pill or whatever it is. And I'm also going to send you to someone who you can talk to about this. And they are going to help you, you know, get through this part of it. That is so much better. Yeah, It's all about how you talk to people. Oh." I did not expect to go on that ramp, but I I just—I went with it.
0: (laughs) You're right, and that's—that's the main reason I wanted to to touch on this as a topic. You know, it's like it's not the greatest topic that you want to talk about, but it's something that has to be talked about. Um, I don't know. At the end of the day, this podcast is just for the person that's listening. If you feel like anxiety or so what you see on social media, because. In this day and age, things are crazy and you're just seeing like someone's highlights on Facebook or Instagram. They're not showing you what they're actually going Mm. through and it's hurting us.
1: Gosh, social media could be its own podcast. It is wicked how social media contributes to everything. I think social media makes depression worse in particular Mm -hmm. versus anxiety, but I can see how it can affect anxiety too.
0: It's funny because I think I said this to you like a few weeks ago. When I was like, yeah, I-, I can see how social media can make you feel down. Because, um, it's like, I didn't go to the gym, I think, that day. And I'm sitting here, like, watching all these fitness people because I feel like mm-hmm. Instagram is heavy on the fitness stuff. And I'm like, damn, I feel like because I missed this day at the gym, I'm just... Florida here I'm just damn I suck like, I
1: mean it's kind of just like okay we talked about in our last podcast how we've been together four years and it was one of those that I got used to just being like whatever like I'm not engaged it's whatever we're not getting married stop talking about it mm-hmm. and social media furthers that wound yep. because you can be a hundred percent happy in your relationship no problems you could be <laughs> like floating on a cloud yep. but because everybody is pressuring you yep. to get married and have a ring and have a huge huge wedding and you're only happy and serious. Oh, that's the thing. You're you're only, you're only serious and committed. If you get engaged and married like that, it, it gets in your head. Even if you, you try to stop Uh it, but it gets in your head. And then what does that do now? That makes you feel bad Mm -hmm. and inadvertently, it's going to make your relationship feel bad because now you're going to take it out on the person. It's going to be a whole bad cycle. So yeah, it's like this social media stuff. It's kind of like a very, it's like those tabloid magazines on steroids kind of deal. Always in your face. Yes. Like you see like all this gossip and juice and like idealism and like all this stuff in your face all the time. Yep. and it's and, and it's addictive yeah. so then you can't get away from it yep because now now like you literally are like on crack
0: whatever you want it's there you pick up your phone and you're like oh man like anything you like what was big a few months ago was the keto diet like that was huge and like oh i'm losing this much oh weight my gosh. And so many people jumped on this you saw and, a facebook
1: post from people and like, here's the thing here's the thing and this <laughs> could be another topic um So I have a different lifestyle now for my health reasons. I'm gluten, dairy, egg, and almond free. Um, And that is very specific to me. It's not something that I tell people they have to do because I don't know your body. Mm -hmm. I work with a naturopathic doctor and that's how we figured this out. So when it comes to the whole keto thing, um, like it's great that it helps some people, whether it's energy levels, health wise, lose weight, whatever, It's also one of those that you just have to know what you're doing, though. I think some people are trying just to do it because they're desperate to lose weight. And it's actually having some health consequences instead of benefits so when it comes to all those diets and stuff I strongly recommend just talking to a doctor and more specifically someone like a naturopathic doctor just because they're more about the lifestyle method yep. the, the the diet and the actual health versus just shoving more pills in your face so yeah,
0: trying to suppress it instead of trying to like feel exactly. better yourself
1: exactly so yeah it's like and that's like a perfect example though all these fads that are in your face so yep. for me it's like i can't do keto because keto wouldn't make sense for me it actually wouldn't make my health better it'd make it worse but i mean you know it's in my face and it's like well you can lose this much weight and i'm all over here like yeah i need to lose those few pounds but i can't do that it's like you know i
0: hate that yeah
1: my best advice though when it comes to anxiety or any mental illness or anything that you're going through Don't feel ashamed and don't feel alone. And I know that's so if you're in a bad place, I'm not going to help you. That's not that's not going to help me saying that. I know it, but just know, like once you take the first step to therapy, once you, you know, once you become okay, if you happen to have to take medication for it or like things like that. You know, don't feel ashamed because so many people go to therapy and so many people are messed up and have problems. Everybody does. Yep. Um, and, you know, people go to therapy more than you realize. Probably you probably pass so many people on the street or know so many people, but you don't know that part of their life. Just because, again, there's the shame aspect. Yeah. Like, how many times I'm like, okay, um, I'm going to the dentist today. Or I have my doctor appointment next week. Um, but then if I say, oh, I have my therapy oh, appointment man. tomorrow. All of a sudden, yeah. people get uncomfortable.
0: You know what's funny? Speaking of which, because, you know, at the, at the time, we're no longer in therapy at the moment. Who knows? We may do that in the future. Um, but at the time, last year, there was a point where we were, we were in therapy. And this guy was going through a lot of issues with his wife, and I was like, oh, we have therapy, you know, later that day, whatever Mm -hmm. would be, Thursday, whatever day. Um, And I'm I'm saying, this guy has a lot of issues with his wife, and they don't, you know, see eye to eye or agree on things. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. maybe you guys should have therapy. And he tells me that, like, they tried before, but she didn't like it. And I'm like this is this is a major issue like you guys need to communicate better like it's it's not working out like there's a lot of issues happening like
1: and that's the thing too if you don't find the right therapist the first time don't give up because for example like we had a great couples therapist then she ended up moving away we were gonna try a different one and that was a fail she was she was a she was just a bad therapist yeah she was just a bad therapist she didn't know what she was actually doing like Mm -hmm. she didn't it it wasn't good so there are it's just like any other profession there's really good people there's not so good people and it also is personal you know some she may be a great person to other people she just wasn't for us (sighs) yeah i'm giving the benefit of the doubt babe
0: (laughs) i was like you can but i'm like i don't i don't think she was
1: um she's the owner too that's what's hilarious she's the owner of yeah. that place like I'm like what but um yeah I mean and and that's the thing he said too is like oh we may end up going back sometime because it's a positive even though yeah you probably go to couples therapy because you're not in a good spot but like it ends up actually being a positive because now you're just working on your relationship now you're just of like course. working on better ways to communicate or like you know, understanding this hump, because like, for example, you know, we're yeah. getting married, okay? And so we're going to be together forever. That's the goal. So forever is a long time, okay? You know, and we're going to have kids, that's going to be a, be a, a whole, growing. right, there's going to be a whole other ballgame of issues that we're going to have to overcome. If there's job changes, or cancer, God forbid, or something happens, and we just have to like, work together and we need a little you know push in the right direction then that's what they're there for they're not there to like change you or like make you into a person you don't want to be they're there to facilitate growth Mm -hmm. that's all it is and to realize what's happened to you and how to overcome it
0: exactly which is huge exactly you yeah just do
1: yourself a favor and just prioritize that and i'm talking to you too Uh... (laughs)
0: because
1: he wants to go to the individual therapy
0: It'll, i'll get there
1: but he says i don't have time
0: i'll get there it's not that i'm afraid <laughs> of course like i have no problem i'll get there um i think if you're all set i'm i'm cool with wrapping up i just wanted to get this off and clearly you wanted to get this off
1: <laughs> i had no idea how much i was going to talk during this episode <laughs> this was like the one he wanted to do so i was like all right do you and then that
0: just so fueled there, a fire in me i mean hey i'm, I'm cool with it <laughs> um You know, this is our bonus episode, but I really just wanted to make this, you know, just the overall saying, hey, if you feel down, if you feel like you need help, if you feel like you need someone, anything like do what's right for yourself. If you go to a doctor to make yourself feel better, you should go to a therapist to also make yourself feel make yourself feel better. The doctor helps you physically. The therapist should help you mentally. Like, you need something for mind, body, and soul, right?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's it. It's a whole body program. That's exactly what I was saying about doctors and everyone else. It's, it's all got to work together. It's all got to work together. So... And we will be putting the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline in the description as well. As so feel free to use that because it is a free service. And if you are feeling really down or really anxious about something, you can call them. Or I believe you can even text them now. I have to double check I on think that. So, yeah, but I think you can. So if you're nervous to be on the phone or anything, and they will help you. That is exactly what they are there for. So feel free to use that if you are in between therapy sessions and you can't deal or mm-hmm. you can't get to therapy or something that's there for you
0: yeah uh with that being said guys i'm sorry for this not so lighthearted episode it's but an important one it's, it's well needed
1: it's relatable and i think that you know if we can help one person then that's all that's what it's about
0: yeah um you know be on the lookout for episode next wednesday oop, oop once again (laughs) back to your regularly scheduled podcast episode um we'll catch you guys then thank you for listening this is chanel from paging the simpsons i'm here with my lovely fiance. once again you are lauren (laughs) (laughs) and i'll see you guys on the next episode bye peace